Welcome to Beauty and the Gee, the podcast about jujitsu and so much more. I'm Jen Eads, a blue belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Clearman, a Brazilian jujitsu brown belt, still obsessed with jujitsu. What's on your mind this week? The right and the wrong way to quit a gym. From both the student and the instructor. Exactly. Yeah. From both, from both perspectives. So. Yeah. Let's start on the student side. Okay. You can look at it however you want. You can look at it like you owe your instructor nothing. It is a pay to play sport. So, you know, in theory, you could just email and cancel or call and cancel or however that works. But I think it's better if you keep a good relationship. You never know. Right. You never know when you're going to be at a tournament and need someone to coach you or, you know, want to cross train or whatever. So I always think it's better if you go in and talk to the instructor, do it face to face or have a phone conversation and, you know, different reasons for quitting too. So like maybe you're quitting for life circumstances, you're moving or your work schedules changed. Um, maybe you're quitting because you want to go to a different gym. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer, like not all gyms are for everyone. Right. Like, right. People are going to find their group, their people, their training style, whatever. And that's totally fine. But I don't think you should burn the bridge in the process. <laughs> if, yeah. if it's, you know, Depending on the situation. Depending on the situation. Sometimes maybe you light it on fire. But, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like if it's it's a decent situation where you just want to go train somewhere else or life situations are happening, go in and have a conversation with the coach. Like talk to them about it. Also, if it's something that's happening in the gym, they can't fix it or improve upon it if you don't tell them about it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's taking some steps back and you know months before you decide to quit you start talking to the coach like maybe you're feeling burnout or you know you feel like nobody's rolling with you or you know like whatever it is like have the conversation with your coach like you feel like you're not progressing whatever that is have the conversation early on if you can before you get to the point where you're just ready to quit yeah so I just really like the personal conversation. I think it shows a lot of respect. Mm -hmm. I think that it just makes for a good, positive, potentially positive outcome. I'm all for that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just, you know, like I've had people just like call the company that takes the money out and quit and like not even tell me. And then like I'm going through the students and I'm like, why isn't this person's name on here? And they're like, oh, they quit in January or, you know, like something crazy. And you're just like, how did they never tell me that? Like, we still talk on a regular basis. Like, how did you never even mention that this happened? You know, like, interesting, you know, so just half the conversation. Yeah. Even if it's a, Hey, just so you know, I went ahead and canceled because this is happening in my life. Yeah. Okay, great. Like feel free to come back around when, you know, things change. Dang it. Now this is making me think I've got to have a conversation in another situation that I was trying to just oh, blow off. Don't to you go. love Thanks. when jujitsu oh. intersects with your life? <laughs> sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like, you, yeah, yeah, I've got to have the conversation. Yeah, I mean, so this is something you're quitting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
and you were just going to hope to like ghosts and hope they didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now you're recognizing. Yeah. Well, and I might've told Beth that, yeah, we probably should have that conversation because I was just very mad yeah. about something and, you know, that would be the grown up adult thing to do. And then make a more informed choice yeah. because maybe something's going to change. Right. Right. You know? Yeah, that is true. Like maybe they can be like, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize that was happening or I yeah. didn't know, you know, that this is what you expected. Yeah. Being able to have that conversation might really change things. Maybe I'll hear Jen. I'm sorry I threw you into an absolute rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a mom call the other day, just very angry <gasps> because, you know, she had talked to someone else first and, you know, they kind of gave her, you know, some bad information. And so when she called, she was so mad. And um, I was like, hey, just so you know, like, and just kind of explain yeah. what was happening. And I was like, this isn't, you know, against you. This isn't, you know. And by the end of it, she was like, you guys are so great. Like, I really <laughs> appreciate you. I'm so sorry if I came off like uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> mean or angry. And I was like, it's okay. Like you, you know, you didn't realize what was going on or what was happening. So, yeah. It's amazing what a conversation can do. It's amazing. It, it really is. Like, and now she'll come back. She'll bring her daughter back. Like it's, you know. Good. Yay. Happy endings. Happy endings. <laughs> <laughs> so what about as the coach or the instructor, how do you typically handle that? So I always say as a leader or really just a person. <laughs> um, I want to love people where they are mm -hmm. and push them to grow. So if they're leaving because of life or because another place is better for them, I always want to be compassionate about that mm -hmm. and let them know that our doors are still open. Yeah. Like, you're welcome to go other places, you know, try it out, see if you like it better. It might be a better fit for you. But know that you can always come cross train or you can always come back. Yeah. And we have so many people that come back that like, I just got an email today that was like, hey, I tried out your gym like a couple of years ago. But at the time, like, you know, things were happening and I mm -hmm. couldn't stay. I'd really like to come back. And so I want people to know when they leave that they can always come back. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, people that quit jujitsu. Mm hmm. I'm, I always say that the mats will always welcome you back. Right. You know, like they're, they're always here for you. And so are we. We're I not, love it. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're welcome to come back whenever your life, you know, puts you in that situation. Yeah. Now on the flip side of that, <laughs> you know, I mean, like I've heard coaches say like crazy stuff when people quit, you know, yeah. like I'll blacklist you. You won't be able to train anywhere. Like, yeah. you know, just crazy stuff that is you know, it is a pay to play sport. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. if you want to quit, it should be okay. You should be allowed to, Yeah. Um. you know, it might make the instructor sad, right. but it shouldn't make them angry like that. Like, yeah. and so just if that's their reaction, you definitely shouldn't stay. If they're like manipulating you into staying, it's not a healthy environment. Yeah. I, just think about some of the stuff I've read in, you know, in some of the Facebook groups and things like that. And I'm like, Oh God, why would you even think about right? staying? Yeah. It, because if it doesn't feel healthy, yeah. then by all means, yeah. Get out. Get out. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw a girl post the other day that like she went to cross train at a place she'd cross trained, you know, like four times 
and um, tiny girl, uh, like 120 pounds, and um, they're like 200 and some pound black belt, like kind of purposefully hurt her as, as far as the story goes. Yeah. You know, like it really sounds like he was like, see, if you do that, I could pop your elbow. Like, oh and gosh. he did. Yeah. Um, And, you know, like, then she's kind of like, okay, obviously I'm not going back to cross train there. Right. But there should be some sort of repercussions for him too. Like, yeah. who do I, who's his black belt? Can I tell his black belt? You know, yeah. and I'm like, honestly, you could, but I don't know that it'll get you anywhere. Right. Right. Like that guy owns his own school. There's really not a lot. I mean, I don't know of an association that would do anything about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough, you know, but yeah. Yeah, so sometimes there are bad black belts. We've talked about it before. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like that wasn't a quitting situation right. necessarily, but it was one of those things where she recognized that the environment wasn't good for her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you notice those things, you have to advocate for yourself and not go back. Yeah, trust your gut. Trust your gut. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in a couple of places like, cross training or like traveling and yeah. like go in and like kind of talk to the instructor and be like, actually, I'm not going to train here. <laughs> like I, I was gonna come in for a class, but this doesn't seem like a place for me. <laughs> What's a red flag for you in that situation? Um, like one time I had a guy tell me that I could only roll with James, that I wasn't allowed to roll with any of his guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, all right. Okay. Uh, so that's definitely a red flag. Uh-huh. Um, if they won't let you, like I came into one school and I just wanted to kind of like watch some of the class and they're like, absolutely. We don't allow, allow people to watch like, n- no. Huh. And I was like, okay, but why, you know, like, yeah. why can't I just come in? I don't know. And if I can't just watch, how do you expect me to pay to write, you know, yeah, to use your facility, I guess, like. So those are some of the things as far as like feeling unwanted. Uh-huh. Yeah. So thinking about those red flags when you're visiting, when you're in your own school, when should you maybe, like, is there anything that are kind of red flags that go up where you're like, mm, I wonder if maybe I should start looking because this just doesn't feel like a good fit. Yeah. I think it kind of varies. Like it's tough, like how long you've been there, mm-hmm. you know, are you locked into a contract? Yeah. I mean, really like, yeah, that's a big one. Um, I have a girl that's been visiting from another school and she's like, I'm locked into this contract for the next six more months, Yeah, but I don't want to train there. Yeah. And I'm like, it's fine. Just keep coming over and, you know, cross training with us. We'll take care of you in those six months. You yeah. know, like yeah. they're not training full time. They're just coming on occasion. But if you, you can leave if you're in a place where you can find a new school and you start to notice things like conversations happening in the locker room. Like if they're bad mouthing people or especially the coaches, right? Yeah. Especially the coaches. Oh yeah. If they're talking trash about other people on the mat or making fun of them or, you know, making racist or homophobic or, you know, like, and, and that depends on your own personal uh, belief system. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you agree with those things, I guess it's not a red flag for you, <laughs> but you're also probably not listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just a thought, but yeah. So I think just kind of just pay attention to those little things because they probably run deeper. And then if you feel like 
I talked to a woman recently who left her academy because she noticed all of the guys that were starting far later than her, not training as much as her, not competing as much as her, progressing much faster. Mm-hmm. Like they were getting new belts and she felt like she wasn't being respected or being watched or being, you know, mm-hmm. counted as a part of the team really. Yeah. So she did have the conversation with her coach first a couple of times to like, hey, I still feel like this is happening. What can we do? Mm-hmm. Um, so she was great about that. And yeah. then eventually was like, all right, I've got to find another home. Yeah. And it's hard because all your friends are there. Right. It is hard. But I think you do what's right for you. Exactly. Yeah. I can't, I just can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like these are my people. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like we really try to foster a community here. Right. And if you came to me and you were like, AJ, do you realize you said this? I'd be like, oh my God, no, sorry. <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, obviously I want to correct anything that if I said anything crazy or whatever. But yeah, I think that when people give suggestions, um, if I can, or if I feel like it's something that fits our brand, Mm -hmm. then I'll make those corrections. Sure. If you came to me and you were like, hey, I don't think we should allow a certain type of people here. I would be like, I think that certain type might be you. No, (laughs) it's the type of person that doesn't think other types of people should be there. (laughs) Other than that, I'm open to suggestions. (laughs) I love it. Uh, what's the latest with camp? Because as of the recording date of this, we're two weeks out, right? Yes, yes. Everything's coming together very well. I've got all the finalized stuff for like what food we're providing, the workshops and the tables and all of that is all getting finalized. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm finally to the point of just like excited and not, oh my God, there's so much to do. With that said, there is so much to do, but <laughs> I've like reached just like full-blown excitement for it. Oh, good. <laughs> so we're so close. If you're coming, don't forget about the 90s party Saturday night mm-hmm. or as the kids are saying, the late 1900s party. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Right? That is so mean. <laughs> I know, but it's so funny. <laughs> late 1900s party. <laughs> I feel like I am 500 years old now. I know. <laughs> I know. I graduated in the late 1900s. Same. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, so there is a lip sync battle. And that lip sync battle, all the money that we raise for voting for the winner will go towards Alzheimer's research. And yeah, I'm just, we, we have some snacks coming for the party. That's going to be part of the food we're providing And uh, there will be a cash bar at the party this year. So this will be the first time we've had alcohol at the party. So And snacks. And snacks. I mean, you said you had me at snacks. Right. And lip sync battle, even though I'm sitting the lip sync battle out this year. Why is that? I don't think I could top last year. Uh, hmm. What an interesting reason that I don't have any. I mean, that would take some preparation that I have, because I've been out playing my own real life music. I know. It's been a little um, distracting from important things like preparing for lip sync battles. Yeah. So maybe I just needed to reprioritize. Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> this is for charity. <laughs> um, I, we really, that I have confirmed, only have a couple acts. So I'm hoping to you know get some more. What's funny is last year, 
we had people signing up there like right like okay i'll do it give me this song and just yeah. like going for it <laughs> yeah i mean you know christina barlon just jumping in right that was one of the best yeah absolutely she was that was amazing. a highlight of the camp i mean in addition to the incredible session that she did it was like <laughs> oh she's just gonna kill it in the lip sync battle too. exactly god yeah. she's so cute <laughs> yeah there was so much fun i wish we could get one of our instructors to do it this year maybe claire would do it <laughs> that would be incredible claire, this is your call out <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we could get Rachel to do meatloaf. Was, <laughs> Rachel's a huge meatloaf fan. That would be one of the highlights of my entire life. Right? Yes. Uh, one time they showed up for a camp when we still had them at the gym and all of her girls were like, Rachel sang meatloaf the entire five hour drive. <laughs> well, that one song is probably about four hours and 59 minutes. <laughs> it true. feels like. <laughs> yeah. So camp's coming along great. We do still have spots open. We have a much larger facility. Um, so there are spots available. And uh, as of the recording of this, we have two next gen spots because I had two girls that were no, no longer able to make it. Um, so we've opened up their spots for someone else. Okay. Good to know. All right. Do you have an on or off the mat tip for this week? On the mat tip is, you know, pay attention to your surroundings, make sure that you're in the environment you want to be in. And if you're not, you know, be the change you wish to see in the world. Mm -hmm. Either start creating that in the environment you're in, talk to your coach, see how you can make it that type of place, the place you want to be. And if not, then maybe you start looking elsewhere. Okay. And for off the mat, I will say maybe you need to have a difficult conversation somewhere in your life that's not even related to jujitsu, but think about having it and what the outcome is that you want from that. Yeah. And just have it yeah. because if you, if you're like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this, then you're going to stress about it forever. Mm -hmm. um, where if you just have the conversation, you'll be like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I expected. Oh yeah. The stories I make up in my head about what could happen or how terrible it's going to be are always like never what the actual exactly. situation yeah. is. Yeah. I have a very good imagination. Same, same. <laughs> I'm always going to catastrophize everything. Right. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just get out there, do it, have the conversation um, and, you know, make your gym and your community a better place. I love it. And if you are not part of our community on Facebook, you can uh, join the Beauty and the Gee gang. We're kind of in there. We're mostly on Instagram. I feel like we I'm are. an Instagram kind of girl. Yeah, we do a lot more on Instagram. I yeah. Feel like. So connect with us there. We are on Instagram at Beauty and the Gee podcast. I'm hanging out at Brassy Broad Jen, and I love it when I get DMs from people that listen to the podcast and, you know, they're like, hey, I'm coming to camp or just whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. It's, I don't know. So come find us and hang out on Instagram. Honestly, it feels like that is kind of our currency. Yeah. Right. Like it yeah. feels like that's part of why we're still doing this right. three plus years later Yeah, is the connections that we make with people. Like right. when somebody messages us and says, you know, this episode really helped me or, you know, I heard this just in the nick of time or, you know, like whatever it yeah. is, like, I feel like, cause you know, we've not taken on any real sponsors right? Um, on purpose. Yeah. So exactly. that we can say what we want to say and put out episodes when we want to put out episodes. <laughs> um, but, uh, -uh. I really feel like kind of our currency is the connections we make with people.
100%. And if you have any questions or any topics that you want to hear us talk about, please DM us with those because today I was like, well, I'm not really upset or bothered by anything with my jujitsu that I need to like have a conversation about. So yeah, yeah, we're always looking for ideas. Absolutely. We feel like we've like covered so many things, but I bet we could go back and cover some of the old ones in a different light. With my blue belt. That's right. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We could do like an episode where it's like what we said and like what we think now. <laughs> oh, we should totally do that. That could be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I want to go back to episode seven, the downward spiral and see if I have actually, because there are days when I feel like I've, I'm doing better. Yeah. And there are days when that's obviously not the case. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to do that. That'd be great. And where can people find you on Instagram? I'm AJ Klingerman everywhere you go, except TikTok where I'm just role model, maybe role model grappling. I don't know. Oh, I'm on TikTok too. You are. At Brassy Broad Jen. So you can also find us there, message us there. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on on the the mat. mat. Beauty and the Gee is a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company. And brought to you by Role Model Grappling. Because we sponsor our own show. That's right. (laughs) 